You are listening to Danny on What The Heck Podcast. This is the place where I share my experience, knowledge and skills. I think we're live. Woohoo! Yeah, I know. So, welcome along. Helen Oaks, and I'm Danny De Heck, as my intro said. Now, this is Helen's first podcast of her own. We're going to set up Helen. Helen is actually a photographer. She's also my partner. And since COVID, we've been looking for to market ourselves in different wonderful ways. So as you can imagine, a photographer is having a great time at the moment because a lot of the, we can't get out in public so much. Mm. Yeah. So why don't you first tell me how you actually first got involved in photography and why you love doing photography? Okay. I first got involved probably in my 20s, I would say. Oh, yeah. Even oh, Well, actually, even a little bit in my teens, I quite liked photography. And I had a tiny little camera. It was like a little flip-out camera, Instamax camera. And I got that as a birthday present one time. And I thought that was bee's knees, and I went around taking photos. And it's the sort of camera that you put these flashes, big, long... Um, there's about 12 flashes that you stick on the top of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, they, yeah. Look like, uh, they look like, like blue bottles on the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, yep. So you put those on the top of the camera and you take photos. And it was really cool. I thought it was really fun, really cool. And then as I got older, I used to watch my brother taking photos and he had a SLR, which was a Pentax camera. And I thought, wow, that looks really cool. Professional looking camera. So then I decided I'd get myself a camera. So I got myself a Sigma camera, no, Minolta camera with a Sigma lens on it. And it had all the manual dials on it. And I was like, oh, this looks a bit tricky, but I'll have a go. And I used to always put it on one setting. And I thought, if I put it on the setting, I'm bound to get good photos. So I'd always put it on one setting. And then I gradually started playing around a bit more with it and started learning more. And then I used to look at my brother's photos and go, wow, they're really amazing. I want to get further in the photography field. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what type of photography would you say is your genre, as I say? My genre would be people photography. I love yeah. taking photos of people. I love taking photos of sports people. Right. Have you um, done any events that come to mind that you're really proud of? Yeah, yeah. I love doing gymnastic events, like national gymnastic competitions. Right. And I love doing just portraits of people um, for work shoots and also for sports shoots. Right. So, so I mean, photography like taken a bit of a a twist over the last few years because mm-hmm. I know I'm I quite like I used to call myself a professional photographer and then you explain my type of photography mm-hmm. that I am but I think because most people have a camera in their pocket they can pull it out and they can take photos so how, how do you actually compete when you're at a gymnast event and there's mum and dad taking photos of their friend or their daughter or their, their friend's children yeah. is that something that uh, makes your industry hard? It does because everybody has a camera and everybody mm. has a cell phone and a cell phone has an amazing camera on it. I mean, some of the cell phones now, I think they have 40 megapixels. Right. So you don't really compete with it, but you offer a service that is like a one-on-one where you can get much better photos. And like, for example, in gymnastics, I would, I'm right there, I'm on the floor, whereas people are sitting in the stands and they can't get as good photos because they're not as close. So what I'm offering is the close-up, the 
but in the action shot. So you got the, you got the good gear as well. Yeah. And also your experience because you used to be a gymnast teacher. Yeah. So you you know when to take the photo at the right time. Yeah. And yeah. also how I mean you know because I've seen your photos and I'm amazed. Yeah. yeah. But I think the camera you've got at the moment you said it can take like sixteen photos a second. Sixteen so, frames a second. It's yeah. a Canon One DX Mark Two, and it's it's the big daddy of sports um, cameras. It's right. great. Yeah. So it's quite a hard case in a yeah. way because theoretically sixteen photos in a second you yeah. can just hold it there and just hold the button down for a second and take the photos you can and everybody <laughs> thinks well if it's got that many frames a second you're bound to get a good photo hmm. but um you, you can still mess it up i guess having the wrong settings or not not capturing that minute piece of action that you want to get so Sorry. it's it's not a fail safe you've got hmm. to as you say you've got to know the sport you've got to know what's going to happen next, and you've got to be able to read the action, I guess. So I know you've been to going to different events, uh, gymnast events, and the lighting's always been a problem. Mm. And in Christchurch, New Zealand, if you listen outside, they've got a new gym that's got pretty good lighting, or is it uh, yeah. they've done good this time? Oh, well, it's really good. We've got some good lights this time. Mm. The lights in the old gym used to flicker. I think they were fluorescent lights. And you would get colour cast, you'd get pink, and you'd get green and yellow. And especially at night, it was so dark. So I guess when you're looking at the parent taking the photo versus me taking the photo, I can edit the photo afterwards and get some decent shots, and a parent photo would probably have pretty bad lighting. Right. So I've been looking at your website, and I can obviously see. So if you go to Motivive, what does that mean? Motivive means way of life in French. Excellent. So um, I've noticed you've got galleries there. Um, I can see that you've got uh, different types of photography. And I've been encouraging because I've been doing a bit of website marketing quite a few years. Uh, and I've now seen that you've got aviation photography, commercial photography, lifestyle, sports and events, I assume, and sports traits. And you've got little packages that people can get, sort of get an indication that it doesn't have to cost the earth. Um, but obviously um, you still have got your professional photos. But one thing I really, when I looked at your website, I actually really love looking at your galleries because I can certainly see you've taken quite a few photos of different things, different scenarios. I suppose being a photographer, marketing yourself is getting your genre or getting your message out there, what type of photography you're good at or the gear yeah. that you've got yourself set up for. Yeah. Because I know when I've seen you taking photos um, especially with the lifestyle stuff and we've gone to somebody's premises and you've spent an hour setting up lights just to get a couple of photos mm. but from the customer's perspective they just say look I just want a couple of photos yeah but you often take 30 or 40 photos yeah and you also get yeah. the lighting right it's easier said than done uh, yeah often people will say I just want one or two photos but they don't realize there's a setup and all the background things that go into it so it it, it is time consuming it's not a it's not a just a presser shutter and go you know mm. there's a lot more to it so to give people an idea if you listen to this on the podcast go check motiveeve.co.nz listen to um the youtube video click on the youtube video link at the top of helen's website and you'll be able to see the video that we're looking at and we're just sort of scrolling through some of the photos that she's done of like people who just want a headshot but or there's lots of this guy danny he looks like he knows mm. what he's doing <laughs> So eventually um, you can actually go into these galleries and have a look and get an idea of the type of photography uh, they've got. I'm just waiting for that to load. We have been working real heavily lately on actually making everything online. So Helen's going to remove all these logins so that people can have a look without having to give their email address. I like to do brand photography, like the photography I've done for you. 
Yeah, well, that's what I was getting to, actually. Yeah. So uh, what I wanted to show people is, uh, obviously, we, we are the travel riders as well, and we travel around quite a lot. Helen and I have competitions. Um, I haven't got my camera handy with me, but I actually use a Sony uh, 6000, and Helen has one. She's got the big expensive cameras for a sports photography, but all the photos here that you see are taken just with a Sony 6000, which is amazing. And... You know, like, so we've travelled around the length and breadth, or not the breadth, of New Zealand, and I've just asked her to take photos of me at different locations. Because I'm a bit of a, a blogger, so to me, these photos are actually priceless. And if you did have a look at my website, you'll see that I've actually used them as the sliders when people first go along to the homepage. And it's, they're just, they've really lifted my profile, and it's actually brought my brand together. So in saying that, um, it, when we put together websites, we're actually uh, helping people build their online brand. I've got about a thousand blogs in here, and I'm republishing them because some of them are 10 years old, and I'm using a lot of the photos that Helen has provided me, and it's really cool. And then if you flip to, say, like um, my other business, um, Helen's also been involved in there, and um, obviously we've got um, different types of photos and it's just, I think photography has really helped me lift my game. The fact that I've got a photographer who now follows me around <laughs> and can get me and take certain photos. And it's actually brought my business a lot closer to real. And people often say, oh, why don't you put a nice graphic on there? And I'm going, actually, I like seeing real people uh, doing real things. And then people get an indication of what I have to offer. The interesting thing, too, is we talk about good sports equipment but you don't actually have to have some amazing equipment. If you've got an eye for it and you know what mm. you're doing, like we said here, you can use a, a, it's still a good camera, but it's not ranked as a professional. It would be a consumer camera, but it's how you take your photos, how you frame them, the composition and editing afterwards, of course. I've seen you edit photos and I think that's um, 50% of your trade, if not more, is actually the editing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't understand what raw photography was, mm. but basically with raw photography, it gives Helen a photo that she can actually manipulate a lot and get the colours out with people. What, what's a good one here to look at with the, the girls doing the gymnasts? Um, it would or be, the yeah, these national ones, maybe, the old ones. Yeah. And yeah. It, you know, so, yes, you can all take a photo of, I suppose, the girl doing the tumbles, but it's actually capturing them prepping and, and getting yeah, ready for it. Yeah, that's right. I absolutely love the one, I think you've got one in a guy, you can see all the dust. Yeah, uh, the chalk uh, that they use on their hands. Yeah, it's showing those sort of things. Which one's a good one to look oh, at? Oh, just go into the training day ones, they'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So recently we got a videographer to come along and he strapped a, a GoPro camera to the girl and she was doing tumbles. And then when he's doing a promotional video, all the clips in between were tied together with a tumble. And it looked really, really cool. It's uh, really quite cool. But it was quite good because I think you helped Pablo yeah, with yeah. how to get the photos because yeah. of the lighting. and That's right. Yeah. Lighting is always a big problem when you're shooting in indoor venues. So for this sort of thing, you really do need a good camera. Good yeah. camera, good lens. Look at the skills. Yeah. They've all got that probably something they look at later yeah. and probably go, oh, my expression on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but these uh, are the sort of photos that a parent couldn't get. You just can't get that close. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. 
He's got really into it, aren't he? Well, yeah, and you can see muscle definition. You can see the expressions on their face. You can see how hard they're working. Ah, good it's quite stuff. cool. So where to from here with you and your business? Like, What are you hoping to achieve? I know we've diversified a little bit with our online shops, um, but we also mm. really want to focus on helping people and their businesses um, build their own brand, really. Yeah. Well, I like to do some photography workshops, which are sort of in the background at the moment, but I'm going to start working on those. And I'd also like to do a little bit of studio photography and but I still love my lifestyle photography and more of that would be good I love going out to a location and getting some really cool shots with some different backgrounds Mm. so that's kind of where I'm heading and I want to do more sports photography but at the moment that's not going to happen so that's sort of on the back burner for a while Mm. So if you were giving some advice to a a wannabe photographer, Mm. uh, maybe they didn't have a big budget and they want to get involved in photography, what sort of things do you think you would would advise them to do first? Well, it it depends on what sort of photography they want to get into, but I guess any type of photography would be to go and approach a photographer, ask Mm. if you can watch them, go along to a shoot with them Mm -hmm. and learn that way. Actually, I'm just thinking of your sons. Mm. They're both um, light photography, funny yeah. enough. And I know they've got a, 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 a thingy. Um, what am I trying to say? I know they've got a genre of photography. They like taking photos of airplanes. Yeah, yeah. So aviation photography. It, it's interesting because every new genre you get into, you don't really know anything about. So you're learning on the job all the time. So, for example, aviation photography... I would just go out and practice and change my settings and read blogs from other people and you just, you you pick it up. Hmm. And it's all trial and error photography, it really is. I just forgot, we've been working really hard on our social media, both of us have lately, and Helen and I, uh, because under lockdown, we've been going away for the weekends. And so we've set up Flickr accounts and uh, we've been uploading some of, uh, because Helen's got an arsenal of photos Mm. sitting on a hard drive gathering dust I hope not that she hasn't used and I said get them online so people can see your photography so just by cruising around the South Island uh, you know and like even taking a photo of a was it a boy a life life boy life boy Um, you know she makes it look interesting and we have a little bit of competition there's that guy with his dog we do Um, but you can see like photos like this where she's framed it now that was inside a bunker that people shoot from from the war and she's used the, the hole they look at as a frame. Yeah. And it makes the photo look interesting. And that's the thing. When you go away and you're looking for different types of photos, look for objects that you can use to frame things, whether it's circles or squares or just mm. something different. No. And I've just been away overseas and I went to China and Bangladesh and the like. And I... You know, I managed to go to some amazing places and I was putting all my photos into Dropbox and Helen was grabbing them and then editing them and then putting them back into Dropbox and I wouldn't believe that they were the same photos. And I'll show you some I've taken of Bangladesh and I'll just show you what Helen's done when that loads. Oh, there it is. So Danny would give me the raw images and a raw image is an image that's had no sharpening, no contrast, no colour corrections, and they're quite dull. They're like a, well, they're classed as a digital negative. And a digital negative would be like an old film negative where when you get it printed, you get it, you get contrast put on it, saturation, 
and it changes the photograph. So raw is a good starting point and I will put my presets onto Danny's photos and my photos and it just brings the photo up and gives me, I guess, a point of difference because it's my signature style. Often I'll look at photos and go, oh, that looks like my photo. So even the girls having a wash in the river there, they're in the mud. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, um, you know, the colour that has been brought out, or especially these kids, all for, um, you know, and I just hear, the, somebody gave me one of those, uh, that little toy, and they said, see if you can get a photo uh, of somebody holding it up. And, um, you know, I managed to, but, yeah, just, you can see all the colours, like the colours of the buses, brings them out. That photo's a bit drab on the left, I suppose, but there's, you know. But then the colour has been brought out. For example, this one, yep. it's got like a hazy look, and that's another one of my signature styles. I like to have that really matted sort of hazy look on them. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I just had such a blast. I mean, I, um, so what is a street photographer? Because that's what you told me I am. Yeah, so a street photographer is someone, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the street, but it's it's a photographer that catches people in their own environment. It's almost like a documentary photographer where, let's say you are on the street and you're capturing photos of people going about their everyday life. And often a street photographer will be someone that takes a photo and the person's not looking at you. Um, you can get photos, of course, of people looking at you, but it's, just, it, it, it's, it's what you prefer, I guess. But both are classed as street photography. But it's getting people in their own environment going about their day, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I absolutely love it, actually. And uh, we, uh, when I was travelling, I would, uh, I'd have a video camera in one hand and a camera, a still camera in the other and I'd literally be walking up to people and taking their photo, hopefully um, them not seeing me. This is one of my favourite photos, and I don't even see why, but the guy with the pink scarf on, uh, the colour that they'd obviously bring, is a good opportunity to bring out some real colour, and also all the the, um, the other things in the photo. But, you know, I absolutely love photography. You've mm. actually introduced me to it. I mean, I travelled the world yeah, 20 years ago yeah. with a um, Sony Cybershot digital camera. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, like, and now I travel with that wee Sony 6000. Yeah. And I just take these photos raw. Uh, the camera cost me, I think, $900. Yeah, well, I had the Sony A6000 first because I didn't want to carry my big camera around all the time. We'd go to Melbourne or Sydney or wherever, and I'd always be carrying a really large camera that I used for mainly my sports photography or portrait photography, and I thought, I need something that I can travel with that's really lightweight. Mm. And the Sony A6000 is actually a mirrorless camera, so it's really light, and you can take it away, and you look very inconspicuous, which is what you want to look like when you're travelling. So I bought one, and then Danny loved it so much, he went and got one too. Yeah, copy him. him (laughs) That's really cool. But it's a great little camera. So the other thing that we're doing with our photos, we are in the process of, I think... um, I don't know if we've got yet. Uh, we're going to start selling digital prints on Etsy, and uh, Helen's already started her store. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't. We haven't actually linked it off your website. Yet, I haven't we? linked it to my website, but it's on Etsy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably find it a bit hard finding that. Yeah. Know the address. But um, if you're looking for any help with the social media stuff, I mean, we've got so much content. If content is king. This internet that we're using is so friggin' slow. And we just got fibre, so what's with that? Oh, yeah, we haven't got it on yet. Oh, We've got okay. to ask them to do okay. that. Um, but Helen's been working on her Pinterest, um, so you can go there, and, and she's got lots of 
um, you know, different galleries. Uh, the other thing that she's got a big presence on is uh, Instagram. I think you've got uh, on your flying stuff, you've got more, I've a bigger got, follower. Than, yeah, yeah, I've got over 3,000 followers on my uh, Instagram for my aviation shots. Yeah, so that's cool. So there's a bit of fun. Yeah. So uh, the purpose of the podcast, as I said, Helen's going to be, this is, uh, we're going to do a dual podcast and then we're going to um, obviously use the sound recording for Helen's first one. So we are recommending that you tune in. I don't know how regular we'll be. They tell us you've got to be quite regular. I've been doing podcasts. We'll do our best. Yeah. We'll do our best, but by all means, uh, subscribe to our channel. We'd love to have listeners. Give us some feedback. Um, any questions about photography, uh, certainly can have a go at answering those. And obviously, if you want some photography done and you're looking for um, anyone that can do it, um, check out uh, motiveeve.co.nz. I'm Danny, and you can also find me at dehick.com. So that's really it, really. Uh, anything else you'd like to finish on? I'll just bring up your Instagram account before we go. And, um, oh, that guy's kissing that lady. Um, but have a lot of fun with yeah. photography. I think that's what I've learned. Is, and also with editing photos, you can actually, like that a photo doesn't look anything like the original one. No. But it's it's an interesting photo. It is, yeah. I think the thing, and, and this one too, the middle one, the, mm. the thing with photography is pretty much anything goes. And for me, like Danny said before, the editing is a really big part of it for me. Mm. It just really finishes off the picture and makes it into something quite special. Yeah, and cool. I use textures in some of my artwork because I'm an artwork too. I have textures as well. So, for example, these ones here with the is field. Is that Boulder's Bay? That's uh, Meraki. Yeah. Meraki, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, we went to Meraki, <laughs> side note, and I'd never been into the township. And uh, I don't know, you didn't take that that day, though. No, no, no that's quite old. I yeah. thought you hadn't been there before. Yeah. 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 No, good stuff. Hello. Continuous dented heck. Might as well. Where did that pop up from? No, good stuff. All right. So we'll let you be, um, by all means. Uh, thank you for listening. We will chop the video off there. And um, thank you for joining us. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Look, done your first podcast. <laughs> we'll play all the um, the takes. Take one, take <laughs> two, three. <laughs> That's cool. All right. See you guys.